You're listening to This is Yoga Therapy. I'm your host, Michelle Lawrence, and I've had the opportunity to interview many of those who are making a difference at the intersections of yoga and health. And I'm here to share with you their stories and conversations. Thanks for listening. In today's episode, I interviewed Cindy Crace. Cindy is a yoga teacher, a yoga therapist, a friend, and she's an alumni of Inner Peace Yoga Therapy. Cindy lives in Williamsburg, Virginia, where she's the director of Shanti Garudasana Yoga School. And she also works as a yoga therapist at the College of William and Mary. Cindy also teaches two one-credit-hour yoga wellness courses at the college. On the podcast today, Cindy's going to share more about the different facets of the work she does in the world as a yoga therapist, and she definitely is multifaceted, and the people that she serves. It's so great to have you here in conversation today, Cindy. Thank you so much, Michelle, for inviting me to be part of your podcast. I enjoy so much listening to it, so I'm privileged to be part of it. Great. Well, let's start by having you share a bit more about your background and what brought you to yoga and then yoga therapy. Yeah, I was a collegiate tennis player and I was introduced to yoga for my first time by my coach and fell in love with it, played with it throughout life. And after having children, I was looking for some different avenues and I stepped back into yoga full time. I've really enjoyed it. I found a peace in it. And I was looking at deepening my, just my practice for myself. So I enrolled in a 200 RYT and completed that and had no intention of ever teaching. And I was in a class one day and the teacher didn't show up and they looked to me because I knew I had done the training. So I stepped up and started teaching and that started the whole process, went on to get my 300 and enjoyed teaching in the studio setting. And at one point after teaching for several years, my mother-in-law unfortunately was sick and had chronic pain. And I was looking for something to really help her. And I wanted to dive deeper into my yoga. And one of my teachers, Becky from my 200 program had mentioned yoga therapy and um, mentioned inner peace yoga therapy. And I stepped into it in 2013 and have never looked back. It was one of the best decisions I've ever done. That's so great, Cindy. And I can remember meeting you and Becky too, of course. And it's also interesting to me that so many of us come into yoga teaching in a way similar to you. Of course, we've got different stories, but like doing a training without ever intending to teach, right? And then some circumstance comes about, we end up teaching and then our life takes a whole new different trajectory. I think that's just so divine. And I appreciate you sharing that with our listeners. So What are you doing today? Let's start with the facet of your work that you do at your yoga school, Shanti Garudasana. What does that look like? Yeah, The yoga school also came out of here at the college. I had the campus rec center director and assistant director approach me that they were looking for their yoga teachers were graduating and not getting hired out in the community. They were doing like a 20-hour training program, but they were also having like 100 hours of teaching experience and still weren't being hired in the community. And our director and our assistant director here at the Campus Rec really do a wonderful job of mentoring these young adults and helping them to not only 
succeed in the academic world, but also in the other facets and becoming trainers, personal trainers and the part of yoga teachers. So they were looking for a more in-depth program. And so I said I could have to start the school, the 200 RYT. I applied, we got it and we wanted it to be, or I really wanted it to be accessible to everyone. So there wasn't going to be a cost. So I volunteered my time and we did scholarship applications and we we got over a hundred applicants. And so narrowing it down, I got a board and I brought in Patty DeBlas, who was also a yoga therapist and a graduate of inner peace yoga. And she brought it to the component of being a nonprofit. And so we are up and running and have given over $500,000 worth of scholarships wow. to our community, our students. When they graduate, they agree to be part of giving back to our community. So if they decide to teach at Campus Rec, they have to try out just like anyone else. And then they get to teach and we give them six weeks of mentorship. And the students that choose not to teach, they do a community project for their William and Mary um, students. So it's been it's been a real joy to be part of, to give back to this part of my life that I so appreciate and pay forward to. That's so awesome, Cindy. And how long have you been doing that now with Shanti Garudasan? It's been a while. Yeah, we started in 2015. And it was just going to be students, but then faculty and staff found out about it. So we decided to give faculty and staff a, a major discount, but it was a wonderful way to help to support, you know, the materials we need to use for the students so they didn't have to pay. So we opened it up to faculty and staff, and then the community started wanting to be part of it. So we've opened it up to community. We only let a few in because I don't want it to get more than 25 in a group because then you lose some of the essence in it. So yeah, it's been really nice having the different dynamics from people in the community and faculty and staff along. They're wonderful in helping to mentor the young adults because we also do undergrad and graduate students. So it's not Mm -hmm. just for the undergrads, but we have a lot of doctoral students, law students, students from the MBA program are part of it. So That's something that we've really enjoyed being able to be part of the whole William Mary community and our outside community. That's so cool. And I'm just curious, like as a nonprofit, thanks to the help that Patty offered to set that up, are you able to seek outside funding to kind of support your initiatives or is it completely self-funded or what does that look like out of curiosity? Great question, because it's actually, we have a big meeting this summer because Patty and I donate our time um, to this project. And and right now it's costing us about $800 per student to bring them through the program. I'm sure. Um, that's, that's our cost we were figuring out. And so we're going to look at different avenues this summer of what we can do because Patty and I'd like it to be carried on after we step down. So, um, so that's something this summer we're going to visit to look at maybe grants or maybe some funding from the college and different avenues that maybe we can access. So the program will continue. Mm-hmm. That's great. So tell me more about the kind of yoga programs you do like in conjunction or at the College of William and Mary. Yeah, we have several programs. One of the ones that I love being part of is in 2019, they decided to do with the wellness center and our wellness center 
combines everything. We have the counseling center, which is upstairs in our building. Students can access it privately, not coming into the main lobby. And then we also downstairs have our health center. And then the right wing of our building is um, uh, our health care professionals. Um, and I'm considered a wellness professional. And there's several of us within the college um, in the wellness center. And um, we they decided to develop an academic course, a one credit hour um, pass-fail class in different modalities. So we've got yoga, we've got art therapy, we have mindfulness, we have the component of flourishing through values. We also do outdoor experiencing from camping to gardening. And it's been such a huge success Then we're so limited that we've had to the students can only take four in their whole academic year, four different classes, mm-hmm. because we just, there's just not enough of this. Next year, we're going from intro deduction, uh, introduction to yoga to intermediate yoga. And, and then our hopes is to add the following year, therapeutic yoga into the mix. That's great. That's great. And yeah. you've been doing that you said, since 2019, right? Yeah. And the beauty of it is it's 35% of academic study, you know, philosophy, history, but it's the educational material. But then the other 65% is experiential learning. Mm -hmm. So they're really getting an opportunity to step in and experience not only yoga, but mindfulness, gardening, experience what their values and how they can use it to flourish in their life when they step away and helping to find the harmony in their life. So Mm -hmm. it's been really exciting to be part of it and to see it grow. Yeah. And I think what William and Mary is doing with the wellness center there is just so exceptional. And we have another whole podcast episode about that and how it's structured and all the offerings there. So that's a great listen too. Um, So I guess um, let's talk a little bit more specifically about some of the, the newer programs that you're working on in conjunction with the college. So recently, you shared with me you're now part of the self-care over self-soothing or SOS program you rolled out to students who are looking for a healthier way to manage stress. So tell us what this SOS program is. Yeah, this one I, I was asked to be part of and I just so enjoy it. It's it's really a program to for students that, that can go online and they fill out an assessment form and then a counselor sees it and then they kind of walk them through, they meet with them and all the different modalities I've mentioned before. And, and then they can move into doing the sessions with us and they can have a choice of yoga therapy. And it's not only students that are seeking that um, self-care, but it's also students that are may have a conduct sanction. They are also required to do part of the the um, different modalities, and so they have an opportunity through the counselors to pick which they like to do. And what we do is, once they come to us, once the counselor sends us the information, then we work with them one on one. And um, how it's kind of set up, it's three sessions we get with them, so it's. The first session we do and in our intake forms and kind of talk about what their goals are and where they want to move forward. 
usually because of the college, we only have an hour session time. We also we're offering so many things at the college that studio space, even though we have four studios, is a real commodity. So it's really hard to do longer than an hour session with them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so we'll do the intake. I'll give them maybe homework of mudras and breath work. And then the second session is um, coming up with a sequence that fits their needs and their goals. And then we will walk them through it, maybe introduce another breath work. And then the second session, and I always give them homework in between. And then the third session is fine tuning that and kind of hearing their feedback and, and what they would like to do. After that, they have an option. If they want to continue, then we reach out to the counselor, or maybe we may refer them to a different modality that we see that they may have needs with. So it's really taking away that component of instead of looking towards picking something that's more soothing, maybe picking up gaming or maybe alcohol or something for more of an escape of what they need to do. Taking it and changing that into look look at something that you can do self-care for yourself. Spend that hour of time that you were going to do that component that may not have been as healthy for you. Look at something that is more of a self-care that you can step into it and have it the rest of your life. So it's it's been a really rewarding program that we've enjoyed doing part of. I bet that's really great and impactful. And I love that it's brought in as sort of a part of a collaborative care model, right? Working with the counselors there and also knowing that there are other modalities to student might be referred to something else, right? And I think that as yoga therapists, we're always kind of knowing our place, but expanding our awareness to see if there are other services or modalities that could serve the care receiver, the client as well. And in this case, the students at the college. Yeah. What a great program. Yeah. And the wonderful thing too, is the college saw the value in it. It was a pilot program in 2021 and 22, and it was so well received, even for the students that are sanctioned that have to be there. They may come in kind of, you know, I have to be here. When you ask what your goals are, they're like, I have to be here. That's my goal. I'm going to do my three sessions. But the beauty of that is seeing the, um, transformation when they start seeing maybe just at first the outer part of what's happening with their body. But then hopefully by that third session, I've even seen some of them start stepping into classes. And that's very rewarding when you're taking someone that's, you know, may have not chose to be there, but because of their conduct sanction are there and then realize the benefit of it. So that's been a whole different dynamic that I have never experienced before in my yoga therapy. That's great. Then the college has given it the parents board. We have full funding now. So it'll be a program that'll be going on. Oh, that's forever. Great. So that, yeah. yeah. Excellent. So another thing you're part of is the flourishing certificate program at William and Mary. And the, it's part of the MBA faculty program, right? And experts from the Center for Mindfulness and Authentic Excellence. And correct me if I if I got that wrong. But no, what you I did. Okay, great. And so this is a certificate that trains veterans and the intelligence community working on transitioning to their next phase of life. So tell us how yoga therapy is part of that program. Yeah, it's been 
a beautiful thing to be part of as people are transitioning out of this part of their life to step into it and, and to this program at the business school. And what we were there with them the first day and we introduce ourselves of um, to, and explain what our different modalities are, because many of them are not familiar with yoga therapy. And then we offer group classes and we also, also offer them during the whole two weeks, we offer them yoga therapy sessions. It's nice to be part of that community that's really, it's a whole different life that they're they're thinking about stepping into. Some of them have made that decision to step away. And some of them are trying to decide if, is this something I want to step into? And if it is, you know, how can I um, maintain that level of training, that level of peace and community that I experienced in my service? And that that's, really nice to work with them one-on-one or in their group classes. And we'll, in our group classes, we usually offer them yoga for sleep or yoga for stress, pain management, or the injured athlete. So they can step into it and experience it. And usually after they've experienced the group classes, then they, the therapeutic group classes, then they're interested in maybe doing a one-on-one yoga therapy. So it's the whole two weeks we get to see them we have morning classes and evening classes in between their studies at uh, um, Authentic Excellent and then also with the MBA. That's so cool. Is that yeah. offered more than once a year or is it a once a year type of thing? It's a once a year thing. And mm-hmm. um, because we're bringing them in and it has to be when the college is closed down. So uh-huh. it's usually yeah. in June. We usually do it in June, two weeks in June. And it's scheduled for this year. It'll be our second year. It was so successful last year was our, our first year. And then this year, I think it's already booked. And so it's really nice to see. And it's, it's wonderful. Our, we are part of military community here in um, Williamsburg and, um, you know, from our students and ROTC, we work with them constantly. So that's really nice to be part of their programs. We step in and do sessions with them also from the yoga component. So it's, it's fun to be part of that community too. Yeah, that's so great. Anything else in the works that you'd like to share with our listeners? What's happening there in conjunction with the college or in your community? Yeah, we just finished a mental health summit last month and it went so well. We, um, you know, whatever your political beliefs are, but our um, governor is putting together a bill for mental health. And they looked at all the different colleges in the Virginia area, and they felt like William and Mary was the best at wellness and what we're doing with mental health. And so the summit was held here and it was just beautiful to be part of the um, community. And it was more of a think tank where we were all there from first grade on to um, the college age and just all sitting at tables and doing different ideas for different questions. And there's some wonderful things that came out of it that how we can better access and how we can better help our young adults with these mental health challenges that we're, you know, we're part of now. So that was so awesome to be a part of. And the other component, I would just really like to say, I feel so fortunate to be part of a college setting that I would love to encourage my fellow yoga therapists 
that to look at the colleges around you, if you live next to one, approach them. Most of them now, we were one of the first that have a wellness center, but most of them are, are starting to bring all the wellness modalities together. But approach them to see about offering yoga therapy. If they don't have a wellness center, approach the campus rec center. They're always looking for different healthy ways for students to cope. So I I hope our community steps more into the college setting and working with these beautiful young adults. Yeah, that's such a great opportunity. And we need it right now, right? At the college level, at the elementary level, like you said. And yeah, it's been a big focus of the work I've been doing here in my local community too. And there's fortunately, there's a recognition that yoga can really help folks with their mental health. So I think it's a, it's a good time to position yourself in that way as a yoga therapist. I wholeheartedly agree. And I would love to see more collaborations with my fellow yoga therapists. Yeah. Great. Well, last question. And as a listener of the podcast, you know, this one, and as an alum of our school, you know, this one too, where it comes from. So I always like to ask each of our guests, what does your personal practice look like? We emphasize that so much in our training programs as a key pillar to doing the work for others is to first have that work and that that sadhana, that stability in yourself. So I'm curious what your daily practice looks like these days, Cindy. I knew you were going to ask me this and it's quite personal and even considered making up one. I've got to be honest. So I am going to share what I do. As a, a child, my grandmother lived with us and we had to be quiet in the morning. And it was because she was saying her rosary. And at the time as a child, it wasn't so much the spirituality of it, but it was the component is I wanted that necklace. It was just beautiful. And I wanted that yeah. necklace. But as I gotten older and I was thinking about talking about this as being a graduate from inner peace yoga therapy, it's amazing. I didn't realize this, but I've incorporated it. I rescue dachshunds and right now I have four and I walk part of it is that we walk, I live next to the college and we walk this route towards the lake around the college. And I say my rosary, but it occurred to me as I was thinking about sharing this is that I no longer have that beautiful necklace. I just do it as a meditation and the days that I do it, I just, it just, it's just wonderful for me. It brings peace. I would love to say I'd do it every day, but I do it as much as I can. And it's, it's my, it's my satna. It just really is. Yeah. I love how personal and it should be right. Everyone that shares their different practices on the podcast and that's beautiful, Cindy. Thanks so much for sharing that with us. And Mm -hmm. thanks for doing the great work in the world and taking the time out to have a conversation about it today. It's always lovely to talk with you. Yeah. And um, if anyone's interested in finding out any information or how maybe to step into the college, please, Michelle, don't hesitate to share my email, my phone number. I'd be happy to share my journey with them and, and different ways that maybe they could step into it. I'd be happy to be part of that. And I also want to send out a big gratitude to you. I hope I don't get choked up saying Aww. it, but Thank you so much for all you do for our community. When I was looking to do this teacher's training, it was just 
you you were just hands down and it was before we had the accreditation and you just spoke to me of your program and I've never regretted it. And thank you for all that you do for us yoga therapists. Thanks so much, Cindy. Really appreciate that. And thanks for your generosity of time and offering that to other listeners as well. Be well. If you'd like to learn more about who we are and what we do, visit us at innerpeaceyogatherapy.com.